I'm Kim Grenells of Dogman.com, and uh, we haven't talked hoops for a while. Coach Hopkins just came out. You get fired up after a practice. I, uh, well, pleasure to be here, Dogman. You're the man. <laughs> uh, I, you know what? I get fired up. Um, it's been really exciting. Um, new team, new energy, uh, new pieces, and uh, new staff, and it just uh, feels really good and uh, just you know, good practice. I saw Will walk by. I saw Wyking Jones walk by. I saw Quincy Pondexter walk by. Do you have the most buff coaching staff in the conference, if not the country? I think they would win any three-on-three tournament in, a, in the world. Are, those yeah. guys are ripped. Yeah, yeah. They, these guys live in the gym. Uh, obviously, uh, Coach Pondexter just got done playing professionally. Coach Jones looks like he, he could play for the Steelers right now and as a defensive end. And Coach Conroy, boy. He's he's uh, the guy's amazing. You know, I've we've had this conversation before. I always say I never look back. It doesn't do any good. I'm always looking forward. You know, nobody cares about yesterday, but you can learn from yesterday. But it doesn't do any good to focus on it. Nobody cares. But you know, with last year, just moment on it. What'd you learn from last year? Oh, I learned so many things. Um, but a big thing is is. You know, I, I felt like um, you know I had to do a better job leading, uh, being more positive. Um, obviously, there was sometimes when you lose, uh, you know, things can go awry. Uh, but for the most part, uh, you know, we had to we had to reestablish our culture of what, who we're going to be and what we're going to be about. And part of that is going to be about work. You know, the one thing that uh, I love about the University of Washington, it's one of the values is the grit part, so they chip on their shoulder when you get a chance to play. And uh, felt like we had it, and we, we, we just lost a little bit. And that was a, probably a rookie mistake by me uh, to create that and then getting guys who have that. And I feel like, you know, with what we've got going on right now, there's a, there's a, a, a toughness to us. There's a togetherness to us. Uh, the length is back. And, uh, you know, like you said, I'm not... I learned many lessons from last year, but I've been all thinking about this team. Last year was last year. This year is this year. Um, we've got some length. We've got some athleticism. We've got character. We've got togetherness. And uh, I'm just really, really excited uh, that we're able to move forward in a positive way. Not only coach, you know, changes off on the floor, but uh, tell me the hiring of Viking Jones. How did that all come about? Well, he's just... Um, uh, you know, I'd known Coach Jones for a long time. He's an L.A. guy. Uh, he had worked for Nike. I loved his his background that he, he worked in the in the in the private sector. You know, he was uh, uh, working for Nike. Had a lot of connections to the grassroots. He was a great player. Um, he coached with one of my uh, mentors when he was the head coach at Cal and Timmy O'Toole, and so I knew a lot about him. I'm a high character guy. Uh, I think a great role model. For our players, and and then he's a really good basketball coach. He's a, a great player development. He had worked with Rick Pitino in terms of the background. Um, he's been a breath of fresh air with our big guys. Our big guys have really responded to him, and he's making a difference there. He's working sure. with the bigs, then. Yeah, he's been working with the bigs, and he, as you can tell, he is big and he played the position. And uh, uh, it's it's a uh, it's it's been a really really exciting to watch the big guys' growth and uh, seeing the impact that he's had. Yeah, and for those who haven't seen Wiking or met Wiking, what is he about six eight? He's six eight, six nine, and I don't want to. I don't want to. It's, it's muscle, but I, I'm going to go two sixty five. Well, he, he's barrel chested and V. He's cut. Yeah, he's cut. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. And, and the thing about it, he's a really good basketball coach and a really good teacher. And I've run into him for a couple of times. I don't think he stopped 
smiling since you hired him. Quincy Pondexter is back home, and he he just looks thrilled to be here, Coach. Yeah, and you know, going through the process, obviously uh, Quincy didn't have a lot of experience uh, in terms of the college coaching, and you know, people were trying to figure out where, what direction is the program going to go in terms of the hire. And you know, every time I, I talked to somebody, uh, it was talking about his character, his love for the school. And, uh, you know, his obviously getting done. I, my biggest concern was, was he done playing? Is it out of his system? And uh, after talking to Quincy and being around him, you're talking about a guy who, you know, like, like Coach Conroy, if you, if you cut him up, he's purple and gold's coming out. Uh, I think a guy who's a great player developer. Like, I watch him with the players. He can go out and not only teach the kid how to become a better individual player, team player, but a guy who's experienced it. He's really inspired a lot of guys. Uh, in our program, the forwards. He's been working with the wings and seeing a, a major impact on Jamal Bay right now. And and then uh, I, I think he's he's just that 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 superstar. You knew that when he got into coaching because uh, he's hum he's humble. Uh, he wants to learn and he's a hard worker uh, and a great person. So really excited to, to add him. He's he's like like Coach Jones already made a big impact. He cried when you offered him the job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. What was that like to see somebody you talked about humble? Well, he's just, uh, listen, uh, I remember the first time I met Will Conroy, uh, you know, you're just like, oh, my gosh, and you get the same feeling with, with, with Quincy. You just know sometimes. Yeah, you just know, and it's all about people. I mean, I got into coaching. Uh, I got hired at Syracuse with no college coaching experience. Um, and, you know, it's, you just know the attributes, uh, the humility, uh, the hard worker. Uh, the love of the game, the love of helping kids. Um, and uh, I was talking to a, a really good friend of his that I know in the business, and I was asking a lot of tough questions. And I said, uh, I said, what do you think his problem is going to be uh, in terms of recruiting? And he said, he's, uh, his problem is he's probably too honest. And right there I was like, that's what's going to make him great because he knows who he is, uh, he's got values, and he's all about the right stuff. You know, just a lot of the fans just want to get to know these new guys that yeah. you've got. And you brought in some guys that I'm pretty excited about. And I think, you know, one of the top guys that I'm really excited about, and you may smack me, but I, I keep on saying Emmett Matthews has a yeah. chance to be Defensive Player of the Year this year. Well, you know, we've got two or three guys, not just Emmett, but Emmett for sure talked about, you know, Matisse Theibel and, and what he did. And, and you know, there's very few guys that really take the approach like they take pride in being great defensive players. It's all about how many shots am I going to get, what am I going to do. And, and Emmett, that's what makes him special. Um, he can, and, he, and he can score and he can shoot, but it's that defensive side, he takes a lot of pride. And, you know, I, 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 we talk, obviously talked about uh, the two other coaches, but the guy who, you know, uh, was retained on staff, uh, who came back was Will Conroy. And, uh, you know, when, when we had lost six or seven players and we were going through the recruiting aspect of it, uh, you know, you had to put the hard hat on and go to work. And, uh, you know, Will was, was really instrumental in getting a lot of these guys in the class and uh, had recruited Emmett. Uh, had, you know, we had recruited Emmett when we first got him. He had known him for years. Uh, it was a little bit late in the party. I, I, I got to the dating game a little bit late, decided to go to West Virginia. But now getting him back and being around him, he's just... You know, these kids are just great to be around. They not only are workers, they're professional, they're experienced, but they're great people. And um, and just we're you know just really excited, very high on him. Yeah, one of the guys that excites me too is when you have a point guard who can will you to win, and I think you've got one in Terrell Brown. He just looks like, you know, he's not going to let you lose. 
that's what makes them great. Um, you know, dependable, trustworthy, loyal. Um, he was the first one that we had gotten in the transfer portal. And we tried like heck the year before to try to get him as an addition. And uh, just so impressed. He's all about work. He's all about getting better. He's been a, not only he's a, a great player, dependable player, but he's a great leader. He's out there leading not only with his voice, but by example. And a guy who he's just not going to let you lose. That's how he's built and loves Seattle and the University of Washington, just like Emmett, which makes it really, really special. You know, I don't think Washington's the place for everybody. I think recruits need to go to the place that fits them the best. Mm -hmm. But sometimes, you know, you lose a kid, you know, that you guys are recruiting, and it kind of leaves you a little hole. Mm -hmm. And uh, Dejon Davis left, and now he's back. And mm -hmm. he's not only a really good basketball player, but he's a special person. Yeah. Uh, like we've been reiterating, it's, you're going to see the same synonymous thing. Not only great basketball players, but great people. And... Dejan, I remember trying, I got the job and we went to go meet, you know, Will Conroy took me down to, to Garfield High School. We met with uh, Jalen Newell and, and Dejan and their families and uh, we got one of them and uh, was, was sad about the other one, and especially when we played him. I was like, holy mackerel, does he fit what we do and look how fast he is and competitive and all these things. And listen, better late than never. I'm so excited to have an opportunity to coach him because like you said before, an incredible kid got his degree from Stanford and we're going to be the lucky ones to be able to coach him for that year and this one year hopefully feels like five uh, I'm just really really honored to be able to coach him one of the questions you're going to get asked a lot and um, where the hell did you find Langston Wilson oh my god well fun, <laughs> funny story uh, so uh, we're, we are recruiting and, and we're talking and, well who's going to be on the team go well you just got Terrell who's going to who are we going to have what are we going to have you know the vision you know, selling the vision. He goes, if if I come, coach, you got to recruit. We got to recruit. There's a kid out of Philadelphia, a, a junior college, uh, Langston Wilson. You got to coach. He's a great kid. He knows what he is. He'd really help us win. I'm like, okay, we'll call him. You know, Will Conroy called him. I had called him. We had a couple of nice conversations. We ended up hiring Coach Jones. Coach Jones really did a really good job of of connecting with his his father and the people uh, around him and he was a kid who originally had committed to West Virginia and then he committed to Alabama. He got open up again uh, with recruiting and we just stayed on it. Coach Jones did a great job and then when we realized and met the family when I did, I played against his father. His father played at Villanova during the same time and uh, we had some strong ties in Philadelphia and it just it just seemed a great fit. And uh, But Emmett Matthews at the beginning. Uh, the entire staff and Coach Jones did a great job, but boy, he's a human highlight reel. I've had some conversations with people. Tell people a little bit about Langston off the court and just his upbringing and just what a quality kid he is. Well, I, the two stories that kind of put him on a different planet for me was, uh, people don't know this, but he'd only played basketball for three years. Uh, uh, wasn't wasn't able to play as a young kid. And when he was 14 years old, actually when he was 10 years old, he signed like six contracts in the area, drew up contracts and for snow removal in his in his town. And so he started his own business. And then at 14, he worked in the fish market. Uh, and I, we kept selling that with the Pike Place Market, like, throw, well, you want to throw the fish? We'll throw the fish here. And so, uh, but a guy who's all about work, uh, still learning, wants to grow, but boy, is he exciting. And his upside is, is potentially is just ridiculous. And 
you know, Nas Carter was a special athlete. There's been some special athletes here. I haven't been around too many like this. And so, heck, Ed, be ready. You, you know how tough snow removal can be. Being yeah, back at no. circus. If he back can remove the back, if, back for everything. If he, if he can remove snow, yeah, he's got it for you. Yeah, no question. Uh, one of the guys we don't know too much about, a guy that uh, seems real intriguing, is Sam. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about Sam. Well, um, uh, we. Uh, you know, went through this process, and uh, uh, you know, uh, Coach Hobby is one of his really close friends. Who is one, is one of the heads of uh, NBA Africa. Uh, we've seen, uh, you know, Effie Abajibu at uh, at uh, Washington State, and how much impact he had uh, during the year. And we knew a friend, Jerry, knew his guy, and you know, was going through the process of of seeing who would, you know, be interested in this. And uh, Samuel was one of the guys. Uh, he was a guy, you know, Florida State, Illinois, a bunch of schools were trying to recruit and uh, knew the opportunity that we had here and what we were building and had that trust and that relationship and him having an F.A. who he knows really well being uh, uh, in the same league, in the same state, uh, was really appealing. And he's not only intriguing, but, uh, you know, arguably going to be one of our best shooters at six foot eight long. Uh, like we've talked about all these guys, not only just high-level talent, but high-level character, work ethic. Uh, Coach Q has worked with him, uh, Quincy, and uh, has done a really good job, but his upside is, is, is big. It's hard to sleep on the McDonald's All-American, but I think a lot of people are sleeping on Jackson Grant. Yeah, and uh, it's, listen, um, talk about a guy who we talk about upside, we talk about his length, we talk about strength, we talk about his shooting ability. Um, you know, he is he's just going to be one of the great players to ever play here. He's got a knack to rebound the ball. He's got a velvet touch. He's got it from 15 to 17 now. We need that to be from three, but that's what you, you will be able to see. He's that modern-day big who can face up. He can back to the basket, and he can really, really shoot it. And uh, just really excited about him. As his body progresses and changes, it's just the sky's the limit. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, the all tank top team. You know, you got a couple coaches that are on it, but I think Nate Roberts is on the all tank top team too. What do you think? Yeah, he's. Uh, you know, Coach Jones has been really good for him. Uh, he's worked really hard. Is he's that who's going to benefit the most with Coach Jones? Is Nate? I think so. You know, Riley's got some too with him, but uh, but he's he's been really good. They've got a good synergy together. Uh, Nate's, you know, you know, was a little higher uh, than we wanted in terms of what we thought he had to do with his body. As, as strong as he is, we thought he had to slim down a little bit to be more explosive with his jump. And so, uh, you know, he's done a really good job with his diet, working on his getting body right so he can be healthy all the year and, you know, improve his stamina. Um, and, um, you know, the thing that I'm so proud of Nate is when we had uh, – you know, when we had these conversations and we were starting to have to recruit a new team and some of the guys decided to go to other, uh, other programs, we did 6 a.m. with 20-pound weight vest, defensive stance with no ball for 20 minutes, and the leadership that he and him and Jamal Bay uh, brought to the table was uh, was high level. They showed uh, they, they want to win, 
they're going to do everything it takes to win, and they're going to do everything they can to lead this team. So, uh, you know, he's a, he's a hell of a player. He's improved a lot, but a great leader. You know, when I talked to Quincy, you know, he said that, you know, Quincy had a huge jump for between his junior year and his senior year, and he thinks that's really possible with Jamal Bay. Mm -hmm. And I remember when you got Jamal Bay. I mean, that was a big coup for you. You were pretty excited when you got Jamal yeah, Bay. Yeah, he's been a hell of a, hell, hell, heck of a talent. Uh, Dave Rice, who was on our staff, had recruited him. Uh, Bishop Gorman, one of the great high school programs. A guy who's gotten better every year. Um, and a guy that we, you know, talk about now a leader. We shot 51%, I think, from the three-point line last year, and he's improving his game in the mid-range. I want him to go to the foul line a lot more because I think he's a, a great driver and can be physical, and he's such a good foul shooter. I want to get more, more of the line, but um, he's just, uh, I think he's going to take that next level step. Uh, he's, Coach Q has been really working with him and has brought a competitive fire to him that he's doing on a day-to-day -day basis, so really excited for him this year. Should I be intimidated by Riley Soren, not because of uh, how big he is, but how smart he is? He is, uh, you know, Riley is, is, talk about culture, talk about what you want your program to be about. Riley Soren would be the, the poster child. He's a guy who's all about winning. He's all about the team. He, he busts his tail every day in practice. He's great academically. Um, he's a great teammate, great person, and, uh, you know, he had some big games for us last year, and you know, he just keeps getting better and better. And so, it's going to be interesting how the season folds for him. You know, when I first met him, he was just such a smart kid. I just wondered if he had the burning desire to play basketball. Mm -hmm. But you know, I see Riley; he loves this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he really loves doing this. No, he does, and he loves being a part of a team. And he's a great teammate. Showed some incredible leadership last year. Showed his character. Character is revealed when you have tough times. And uh, he was a guy who was steadfast, worked hard, stayed positive, and gave it everything he had. Yeah, and uh, one of the guys we didn't get to see much of, he redshirted last year, but uh, you know, he's a young guy, Dom, Dom Penn. Mm -hmm. you talk a little bit about Dom. Yeah, Dom, uh, you know, a little bit today, it was his first day back. He had a shoulder uh, uh, issue, but a guy who learned, after last year, learned how to work. And Coach Conroy has put him on a great plan. Uh, he's a great athlete, got great genes. Uh, father was an incredible player. He's shooting the ball better, and he just has a, a knack. But some things need to be taught, and he's been working on it, reading ball screens, understanding his own defense, not being a turnover guy. Uh, sometimes he's a high-risk guy, uh, but those are all teachable things. Uh, and a guy who wants to work, and the culture that we have, he's just going to keep getting better and better. One of the guys who just... I thought he was a little lost at the beginning of last year, but if you took a bar graph from when he got here to now, it just is going straight up. Cole Batchman just oh, continues yeah. to get better and better and better. He looked a little awkward at first when he first at the beginning of last year, but man, at the end of the year, he was a real valuable piece. Yeah, we didn't have great, uh, you know, we didn't have great chemistry. Uh, there was a lot of moving parts last year for a lot of people it was hard. Um, but he just kept getting better and better. And uh, when we invested in him, um, he just he saw his growth. He started feeling more comfortable that he was going to play. He felt more comfortable in the rotation. He felt more comfortable in the plays. He was learning the zone early. And that's, you know, a lot of times when guys don't make an impact or play as much early, it's usually on the defensive side. But a guy who's gotten a lot better, he had some really good games for us late. And a guy. You know, he's, I'm, uh, Jamal shot 51%, so I got to get him here, but Cole was in the 40s and didn't take as many. So 
a guy that uh, plays both guard positions. He was a natural point guard out of high school, but a high level skill level. Can you put him at point? I played him here early. Uh, we had a couple days where I did, and he's, he's as fast as anybody with the ball. Uh, his decision making is pretty solid. He's a really good passer. Uh, but with the way that we play positionless, you know, he'll have, you know, he'll have opportunities where uh, he'll be able to make plays, but, you know, you know, you can depend on him. He just seems like one of those guys, if you tell him to do something, either if he's never done it, you go, okay, and just goes out and does it, doesn't complain, he just goes out and does it. And... No question. Yeah. No question. Yeah. It's nice to have a team full of guys like that. You know, you talk about tougher together. I feel like we've got a tougher team and we've got a more together team. And I think even with the transfer portal and having new players, um, having a group of guys, especially three or four of them that have, have grew up together, uh, take a lot of pride in the University of Washington, even if they didn't come here originally. Um, there's a pride from the city, there's a pride in the program, and it um, feels good. Uh, schedule came out. Tell me you know, a little bit about scheduling. Did the non-conference come out today, too? No. Uh, uh, conference. You got the 20. We haven't given you the other one, but non-conference will come. But the Pac-12 uh, pairings have come out, and our you know, with the new 20-game schedule, it's changed, you know, philosophically for me. Uh, usually, with 13 uh, preseason games, usually not preseason, but you know, um, yeah, preseason games without getting into conference, I always believed in. You know, you're doing your best to have a record of 10 and three going into the league, and you know, we're, we play Gonzaga. Uh, we've had a really, you know, in the past we've played Kansas, uh, we played Virginia Tech, we've played some really high-level teams. Um, and so, uh, but, but believe you have a couple opportunities. Now, two of those teams with a 20-game schedule become uh, UCLA at home and at Arizona. And so, you know, with the 20-game schedule and having those two games, I mean, uh, we've got a really tough schedule. Really, really excited for the opportunities. I was so excited for the success of the Pac-12 last year uh, in the tournament. Uh, I think we can benefit from that. Uh, you know, we get heckhead rolling, and dog packs full, full effect. We will still have the best home court in the league, and I know they'll be behind us, getting that energy, watching that defense be swarming, and getting this place packed. But really, really excited for the season. I don't want to go down the rabbit hole because I just think there's just so many unknowns with it. So yeah. I'll just touch briefly on sure. how's NIL impacting what's going on with you and these guys. Well, we're, we 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 talk about we're still learning about it. Um, no, we, we the big, biggest thing is we want to just keep edging our, educating our kids on it and how we can help them build their brand, how, how we can help them if they want to make some extra money, put them in position to do that. But the main focus that you want is you want kids, that they, you want them to be focused on, on getting an incredible education, uh, getting uh, to become better on the basketball court, uh, doing something special as a team, and then on the top of that have the opportunity uh, and the extra time that you have to be able to build a brand, maybe learn a little bit more about business, how it works. So I think there's some great educational opportunities. And you know, I know the school's been committed to, to really teaching our student athletes, educating our student athletes on this. And uh, we'll be at the forefront, I can guarantee you that. You know, one of the things, you know, when I watch the NBA, sometimes it drives me nuts because it's not like I'm watching five players. I'm watching five corporations, and the game is just a stage for their brand. Sure. You know, and these guys, you know, maybe you're getting into recruiting a little bit. You know, are you a little concerned about that? Is that kind of a red flag when you start hearing, you know, they're concerned about their image, their brand, and NIL? I, sp I spoke to a, a, a top player, uh, uh, a, a person that, you know, that's being talked about 
And I was told, they, they said, you know, could I have my own individual camp if I wanted to? And, you know, sure, I mean, there's, there's so many different things you can. But the biggest focus was their ultimate goal. They wanted to focus on academics and focus on becoming the best player they can be and then be part of a winning program because people want to be part of winners. Uh, companies want to be part of winners. That's the best uh, NIL you can have. Yeah. And so, um, you know, those become questions in terms of recruiting and understanding, you know, we, you, we want them to benefit, we want them to learn, we want them to have those opportunities. We got the, one of the greatest cities in the country uh, right here in our backyard. It's something that separates us from everybody else. And, uh, and we're going to do whatever we can to take advantage of it however we can, but with the same, our values are intact. You, moved, you were in Syracuse for a long time. You're an L.A. guy. Uh, you know, you moved your family here. It just seems like you're pretty well entrenched into the community. And, you know, when people talk about you going back to Syracuse, I don't think so. Yeah. I, can't, I can't see Hop moving back to you know, when ever. you When you work for somebody uh, that you love to work for, you work with people that you love to work with, you have a community that's not only embraced you, but has embraced your family. Um, so many great people. Uh, it's This place's potential is, is limitless. And I'm just really proud to be the head coach at University of Washington. And I want to give this city something that they can be proud of and something when they go to the game, like they're a great representation. And, you know, last year was really was really tough because I felt like we didn't do that in such a tough year. But we're doing everything that we can in our power with our staff is to bring a team that people are proud of uh, and uh, really excited for the opportunity. What didn't I ask you about that I should have? I think you covered everything. People want to know about the guys. They want relationships with these guys. The dog packs wants relationship with these guys. They want relationships with the dog pack. And, it's going to be pretty cool. First game when that dog packs. When when they I see, see what, what I, I miss, think you're building. I miss. I miss. I miss those interactions. Um, you know, last year going to the, the arena and obviously we got an incredible place. But when it's when it was empty, it's pretty hard. Uh, the you you realized uh, the effect and the impact that they did have in certain situations where they just give you a juice and an intimidation to the opposer. Yeah. Well, it's like that picture I, I took of you yeah. with everybody in the dog pack. They're yeah. tougher together, and they're yeah. all looking. It's just like, yeah. okay, you can get through me. You, you no, got us. No, and that's, listen, that's what makes great college basketball environments is a great home court. I love going to Husky Stadium. One of my favorite things is going uh, to the football games at the beginning. and You know, you got the purple smoke and the sirens, and uh, it's just it's just a special place. And... We have special fans. We have a special love for the school, the alumni, the locals, and uh, just a special place. Just a couple more things, and I'll let you go. But um, you can't talk about him. But it's fair to say, we're expecting one more person who's announced on everywhere that he's coming, right? So expecting one more addition onto the mm -hmm. roster. Mm -hmm. And is that it, or you know, is that it? Yeah, I think we're we 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 really like our team, love our guys. Uh, I think we got some great pieces. Still have a lot of work to do. Um, this thing, winning games comes down to two and three possessions, you know, in game, mostly games. Um, but we're going in the right direction with some great kids um, that I think the city and the, the, the university be really proud of. It's going to be a fun year, isn't it? Oh, my gosh. I 
having fun and being happy, surrounding yourself with great people is, is a pretty special thing. Looking forward to you just, you know, it's, uh, it's funny, people are noting when you're taking your coat off. I can't wait the first time you take your coat off. <laughs> are take... they going to wear coats anymore? I think the biggest question is, is are they going to stay with the, the suits or are we going back to suits and ties yeah. and the whole nine yards? Take your coat off and then turn around and yell at the dog pack. <laughs> <laughs> I miss it. That, that's when we know it's back. Oh, I miss it.